What's up, sports guys? Welcome to the Sports and Stuff Show, the Kings of Sports. I'm Adam. And I'm Carter. But yes, we are back. I know y'all missed us. We've been uh, we've been going through something. Was it? 1,855 days. I've been going through something. Be afraid. I don't remember. Something I like don't that. even know what okay. that is. Um, you ever heard that? Uh-uh. Have you not heard of heard Kendrick's new album? You oh, ever heard Kendrick's new album? And I listened to it once. Like I have the not first gone song back he's to like, it. There was the um. Well, it's it's kind of weird. There's the one song that's like the the weird like argument the whole time, and then there's the yeah. uh, there's whatever, the um, there's actually one song that actually like on there. But other than that, it's kind of just weird. Not gonna lie. Um, but yes. Uh, updates. For us, we didn't have a show in many weeks. We did try to record a show. This was, I don't know, two weeks ago. But then literally my computer crashed. Like, Or not my computer, my internet literally just decided to die halfway through. Then the audio or the video got like lost or something. It was, it was very weird, very tragic. So this is, I think this is episode 34, take three. I think we tried to do an episode like three times already, but we have... <laughs> So thirty four take three. Literally, this like in our agenda, it's called a thirty four script new because we've had I don't know quite a few, but we're we're rocking with it. Um, we're not in the pulse as before, but we are still everywhere. Um, we're gonna be online for the rest of this month and few in August, but we get back in August. So by the end of August, we'll be back in the studio and everything um we also uh i don't know when this episode is going to come up we're just going to do it whenever i feel like we will probably have to like figure out like a maybe like a plan or something on when we we're going to record and when we're going to like get them out but right now it's kind of still like a little hectic uh not gonna lie and especially for me for my job it kind of just is all over the place and then it starts to kick in where it's like so i'm an orientation leader so it goes like back to back like it's two day orientations. Then we have one day break, two day orientation. So I don't, and it's like all over the place. So I'm not really sure, but we'll have to see. Um, and yeah, uh, also the pulse for the uh, fall and spring. So in August, uh, they ended up doing an overhaul for their live. Uh, I mean, that's not really going to affect, it's going to affect if you're listening to us live on the pulse. But we also have live on, you know, YouTube and everywhere else. So uh, if you do prefer to listen over the Pulse, this is good news for you. Um, so we had issues with the Pulse live broadcast by the end of last year. Uh, and that was because their main storage drive decided to magically die. It was, it was kind of like tragic because it was just all of a sudden. And like they lost all their like previous like uh, songs and everything like that. So they worked a ton and finally got it solved. So shout out to Preston for getting that all solved um i remember that was like by the end of our last episode or so we didn't know if we were going to be able to continue because like uh that we all had all those issues or whatever but we ended up getting them um yeah and then so they they established a new broadcast called live 365 which is a much looks like a much nicer option you could literally just click on their website and it pulls up a full-on web broadcast which is kind of cool uh they also got added to radio garden so now you can listen to the pulse live from there which apparently it's like pretty viral on tiktok i've heard so i mean that's good for us because a majority of our viewing is from tiktok at this point so yeah woo. um yeah uh do you have anything else for updates i do not no no okay um all right i guess we can Go into stuff. What's new, Carter? I'll let you start off again. I mean, pretty much nothing. Um, I think last time we recorded this, well, I don't know which last time actually got uploaded, but last time we were talking, uh, I was working, (laughs) I was playing basketball, and that's about it, and that continues to be about it. So, yeah, moved back in in a month and a half or so, and... Yeah, just kind of working until that happens. Yeah. 
are you where are you living like in like the the point like identity no i'm identity are you living like an apartment are you living a house identity dude i heard that like so i have a couple friends that live in identity and they dude not gonna lie their parking is so sketchy it's like kind of kind of sketchy expensive (laughs) have you have you checked it out yet dude there's like there's like a majority of their parking spots are right by poles so you have to like do some like finagling to get into the parking lot like um one of my friends their roommate is literally right by a pole so like literally when they park they have to like put their window out or their like side mirror in they have to like put their head out the window and like drive right in but like it's kind of weird but i think there's like two floor plans or so there's like one that's literally just a full-on hallway have you seen like what room you're gonna get or is it just like random yeah i'm with four other guys and we're getting the five by five so it's big oh the mega i think that's the mega hallway one i'm i'm pretty sure it's literally just like a just like a little living room and then a hallway and then just all the rooms lined up it's kind of weird but you know it's 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 the vibe it's the vibe um but yes uh i don't know where like Carter said, I don't know where we left off in videos, if I'm going to be honest, or what I said and what I didn't say. So I'm just going to repeat all the things I had on the script from last time. Um, so for, as I already mentioned, I'm an orientation leader. What, what? Uh, so we moved into Driscoll, which was one of the Boise State's, I think this is our oldest dorm. Uh, then we went on a camping trip. That was pretty dope until there's a tornado warning on the first night. Uh, did a ton of training kind of sucked uh yeah um we had three orientations so far the last one if i'm gonna be honest if you're if you're listening from the last orientation i'm sorry but that group was rough that group was very very rough not even gonna lie dude they, they try to throw i don't know if i should say this dude they try to throw a party on the this third second floor of uh sawtooth when everyone literally was living there like everyone was staying for the night they literally try to throw a party in the second floor. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? I was like, you're not even, you're not even six hours away from like, you're not even, they even signed up for their classes yet. And they're already trying to like, you know, throw like party it up. I'm like, dude, this is, this is not the move. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, had to stay up until like two and then wake up at six and then the next day. So that was nice. Um, also got a new car, 2016 Nissan Altima. It's pretty dope. Uh, also, um, I also wanted to repeat this, this, so the first day, so, um, the biggest, like the coolest looking dorm, but not the safest built dorm honors, honors and sawtooth at Boise state. Uh, not the biggest fan of it. Um, what happened was literally on the first day I got locked out of my room, which sucked. Uh, and then five minutes later, I got stuck in the elevator for like a solid like hour then they thought I was going to have to stay overnight, which was very tragic, but I ended up getting out. That was, I literally had to like press the emergency button. There's like firefighters everywhere. Literally they, there's this one dude that had like two axes. I'm like, what are you going to do with these two axes? I'm going to cut up the door or something like solid metal door. You're just going to, but, um, yeah, they finally got me out. It's pretty, pretty dope. Um, yeah, now I'm just chilling at my house. I didn't have all my dope setup stuff. Like I'm using my like old mic that i had previously and my old camera and these my lights aren't even mine they're literally my mom's for whatever she's doing with her makeup but we're, we move we move um and yeah <laughs> i think that's it did you look up uh trivia questions uh i have something pulled up i haven't looked through them to see if they're any good okay i didn't look up anything these, either uh... i kind of forgot okay I have a question for you. I don't know if you have one yet, but. Uh, sure. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Um, all right. Which hall of fame NFL player went by the nickname sweetness? Walter make up random ones because it's only one. Okay. Yeah. Dang it. All right. Yeah. That was actually my backup okay. question. Uh, I have original one, but then I was like, you know what? Okay. These are all kind of too easy. 
Um, okay. I, I, I guess we'll I usually go get this. a decent uh, one. What, I feel like okay. What country was Kyrie Irving born in? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> uh, was he born in the United States? No, it's Australia. No, oh, Australia. I would have not gone that one. Not gonna lie. Why would I know that? I do not care about Kyrie. I don't, I don't care. Okay. He's famous. Whatever. Wow. Yeah, but I don't. I don't care. We'll we'll probably talk about more about Kyrie and uh his his co partner yeah. later. But Dude, I think I we're in a hockey. Right. How much of a delay I'm on right now. All right. I know. <laughs> Dude, it's literally like a solid minute. I'm like I'm just chilling here and you're just like it's like genuinely like seven okay. or eight seconds. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. like it's pretty bad, but we're we're moving. It's it's we're rocking with it. Okay. Uh, on the hockey, do you want to do the hockey? Do you want to like lead it off? Sure. I mean, there's not really much to say. Um, we didn't talk much about hockey before we stopped recording for a little bit but the avalanche won the stanley cup it's their third of all time Uh, they beat the lightning in six games finishing it out in tampa bay kale mccarr wins the con smite trophy which is essentially like the mvp of the stanley cup playoffs and uh, that's all we really have to say except that we'll know more hockey for next season so we can talk about it all year yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, we, we kind of we kind of were lacking in the hockey department this whole year. Uh, isn't this your first one in 21 years or something like that? Something like that, yeah. For the Avalanche. Yeah. They're they're <laughs> I saw this one like apparently they keep on dropping the trophy, like no matter who who holds it, they keep on dropping it. So I keep on like seeing these clips of like everyone dropping the Stanley Cup and like on, on Instagram and stuff like that, but man. Um that was a very short short section. So do we have anything? Well, let's yeah. just go in basketball. Let's just go in basketball. Um, uh, you know what? You, you can leave this one too. I'll I'll cover basketball or football if you want. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the Warriors are the champs once again. We stopped recording like midway through the finals, I think. Uh, Steph finally got his first M- finals MVP. I think so. The Celtics were up 2-1 with a very, very good chance to go up 3-1 in Game 4. They blew that game and then blew the lead and lost the finals on their own home floor. So that's um, good for them, I guess. Um, now we're into free agency, which is... The offseason in the NBA is awesome. Like It, it might be better than any other sport. Uh, right now, actually, most people are going back to their teams. But a lot of people got big extensions, including mm-hmm. Jokic, Beal, Zion, Morant, Garland, Booker, Cat, etc. Uh, Kyrie opted into his option with the Nets. And then Kevin Durant immediately requested a trade. So he wants out of Brooklyn. Uh, I... we, don't, we don't exactly know why, but he wants out. So there will be teams looking for him. Um, we all know why he wants out. Because he lost to the Celtics, and he's clearly going to join the Celtics. First, the first the the Warriors, now the Celtics. He always it's a tradition, tradition at this point. Um, for the for the MV, for the playoffs or the uh, um championship, didn't like Curry get injured in like Game Four, and it was like kind of like a sure thing that like the Celtics were going to win, and they still choked it. Like uh, I mean, I, th- I think he got injured in Game Four or Five. Or he got banged up a little and, bit, but he, but still, he didn't like, miss any like, time. Forty or fifty. Yeah. yeah, and then everyone's like, "Oh no!" And then, not gonna lie, I thought the Celtics at first, since they, they kind of dominated their games that they won, I was kind of afraid that they're. I thought they were gonna win. I definitely because I think we made the predictions that we both thought Celtics and seven. Yeah, I think that's what we picked. I don't remember, uh, but man, it you know it. It feels right. I felt like the Warriors, like I said, I said this previously on the last episode that didn't got recorded. I felt like the Warriors coming into the season felt like they were going to win, and they did. Like, So, I mean, I don't feel like there's really any shocker there. I felt like it was either them or the Sun. Like, I don't I don't really know. 
Um, and also with like the free agency thing, I'm actually kind of surprised with a few of these. Like Zion, I thought for sure he was going to leave at least because uh, there's talks that he, you know, he wanted out of uh, New Orleans. Uh, John Morant makes a ton of sense. Uh, I feel like um, also with Kyrie, because there's also that those talks that it was either Kyrie or uh, KD leaving. But it did not seem, at least for me, I thought if anything, Kyrie was going to leave and KD was going to stay. But I feel like it's weird that it switched. I don't know. But um, I also feel like free agency, it's just basically anything can go. Like literally any any player could be moved. I feel like in the NFL, some people are completely locked down and there's no possible way of moving them whatsoever. But I feel like for the NBA, you can switch players no matter what. Like, there's no, like, really any hold to anything. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. So, the Nets are blowing up a little bit. And kind of ties into that. Rudy Gobert, star center for the Jazz, got traded to Minnesota for five players and five first-round picks, which is insane. And certainly ups the price of Kevin Durant, because if that's what Gobert is going for, imagine what Kevin Durant is going for. Uh, it's also important to remember that How do you feel KD... about that move? Oh, sorry. I got this delay is kind How of screwing us. Uh, I think I know. <laughs> the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be a really, really good team now. They The thing about Gobert... I've been a big Gobert hater, if I'm being real, and I didn't really have a reason to. In the playoffs, people are saying like, oh, the Jazz got exposed, blah, blah, blah. Not really. Whatever, or what got exposed about the Jazz is how much they rely on Rudy Gobert for their defense. Because he, by himself, is like a top 7-8 defense. It's insane. He was playing with a bunch of guys who couldn't guard anything. So that's not entirely different now. The T-Wolves traded two of their best defenders in this deal. But him, along with Cat, if they can figure out the spacing and if they can find a way to be competent on the perimeter, this this is a top three seed in the West next year, probably. And it all really depends on Anthony Edwards. But this could move them with the right player development into real contention. And so it's a huge price but I think it's worth it for a team who hasn't had a lot of success recently. Well, now they have D'Angelo Russell. They have um, they have Anthony Edwards. They have Cat. They have Rudy Gobert, and I think they have someone else. I forgot the other person. But that's that's scary. That's I don't know. I really think that they have a good shot of winning it all next year. Um, I want to see what the Memphis Grizzlies do if they actually add things to help uh, John Morant a little bit because those are like the younger teams is the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. And I feel like those two teams you have to kind of watch out for to see if they do anything. I feel like the Hawks had their chance with, uh, you know, with, um, I forgot his name, Trey Young. But I feel like they've kind of lost it a little bit and they're, these younger teams are actually kind of making these heavy oh. moves to make these things I forgot to... and they're kind of in like when like sorry i forgot to put yeah. this trade in here that the hawks traded three first to get Dejounte murray who's a star guard so they are making moves actually yeah um that's that's a big move Dejounte murray but is I don't... really really good i think they're doing it way later though i feel like they should be should have been doing that like last year i don't know i feel like i feel like at this point i think the grizzlies and uh, the T-Wolves are, like, a little bit ahead of them. And they shouldn't be because I feel like they discovered Trey Young a little bit quicker. But I don't know. Not really sure. Well, there are um, still some free... Oh, and Brogdon got traded to the Celtics for yeah. a pick and a bunch of end-of-the-rotation players. Big get for the Celtics. They didn't really lose any one of significance and added a big piece. So they're, they look primed to run it back next season. Um and then there are still some free agents available, including DeAndre Ayton, who is a big sign-and-trade candidate. Uh, Miles Bridges, who hopefully never steps foot on an NBA floor again after abusing his wife in front of his kids. Uh, Sergi Baca, Blake Griffin, TJ Warren. And then James Harden is technically a free agent because he opted out. 
but all signs point to him signing back with Philadelphia. So there's still some names out there, but most of the big movement has either already happened or will be from Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I definitely agree with you how like the free agency is so much interesting because like, well, now there's even talks with, um, I don't know how true this is. Did you hear about like the things with uh, Westbrook or whatever, where <laughs> now the Lakers are trying to get Kyrie or at least KD. And I heard there's like, they tried to go for a trade package to get both of them, which I have no idea how they could get both of them. I don't know who they'd give up, like uh, AD would, and Westbrook, obviously. But why would the Nets from the want Nets. them? Yeah. yeah, it would. It would have to be a package centered around Westbrook they, they and to, like, AD, and the Nets would have to be stupid enough to take it. Like, I feel like they'd have to give up like what twenty first round picks, AD Westbrook. I would not take that for anything. Like Westbrook, literally can't make a shot to save his life at this point and ad is literally injured majority of the season so like uh they the lakers no also only I don't have think, two first I don't round think the picks lakers that they getting, can trade yeah like i don't i don't see any option where they get or the lakers get kd or Kyrie or i don't even know i think they're probably going to be stuck with westbrook if i'm going to be honest and that's what i predict but you know how Lakers kind of fans are. <laughs> yeah. But where do you think uh, KD's going? I don't know, man. I feel like he's still got four years on his deal, so Brooklyn really doesn't have to trade him. And it. So I think there's a chance he stays in Brooklyn. Um, uh, he supposedly wants to go to Phoenix or Miami. Miami can offer him a good package for sure. But the thing about this trade is that a team's going to have to give up so much for him that they're not going to be in a great position after getting him. Like they're going to give up so much that I I just, I don't know if it's worth it really for any team. So I think if I'm the Nets, I have to do everything I can to convince him to stay, but we'll see if that's even possible at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think the I think the Heat would be interesting because it it kind of feels like you know how KD went into a team where there's already a, a pre-established superstar, where it was you know Curry was like the heart of the team, and like if you were to go to the Heat and with Jimmy Butler, like it would be kind of like a weird kind of power struggle. I feel like where it's like you know Jimmy Butler's obviously been there, you know he's like been the heart, but like KD is kind of the more talented player in my opinion. So it's like kind of like a weird struggle with that. But yeah, do you, the you one gotta thing think what like they would have to give KD up to. Or, they'd probably, I think Tyler Hero, I think. Um, I would say probably uh, Hero, Bam, and Picks, is Bam which is huge. Still there? Yeah. And those are, those are two pretty good players. Like off the, I don't, I've, would you take that? If you did, like, if you were the Nets and you saw that. Hero, Bam, and Picks. If I'm the Nets and KD absolutely mm-hmm. won't come back, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what if there's a possibility that KD can't come back? Like, it's like he wants a trade, but he's leaning towards, like, he's not, like, completely sold on it. I don't know. That, that makes it tough. I mean... <sighs> I really don't know. I, I'm that's why I'm not making those decisions, I guess. But that that's a tough one. Yeah, I feel like I don't know what I would want to give up, especially if you see, um, like he's talked about the Rudy Gobert trade, where it's like, it's what they got five picks and five players, where it's like, I don't, I'm not really sure. It's kind of a little, a little sketchy, but yeah. Are you ready to move on to college football? Sure. Sure. All right. Um, so for college football, uh, I'm just going to start with this news. Um, Arch Manning commits to Texas. Uh, so there was like, dude, Arch Manning's been hyped up ever since his freshman year of high school. And for good reason, though, because what the pay, the Mannings literally just produce gods at football. 
like literally every single what so it started with archie then peyton and then eli and then his brother they're the, uh, the third brother that apparently he was like he played uh receiver or something but he was also probably the best one out of the three but he ended up getting injured so arch manning's literally committing to texas uh many people thought we'll miss because that was like their go-to thing but um because everyone but uh but Peyton ended up going to Ole Miss. There's also talks about Georgia as well, or even I think it was like Clemson or something, uh, which he ends up going to Texas. People are going kind of crazy because Texas ain't that good. They literally had no players in the draft like this last year whatsoever. Um, uh, I'll, I'll ask for your thoughts, but I'll, I'll give mine real quick. Um, if I'm going to be honest – I feel like I feel like it's a decent move because I feel like with Texas they've had um you know they've I feel like they'll they'll do a pretty good job at least like developing him and I feel like if he's at this point if he went to Texas he kind of wants to be like the kind of the sway type of thing where it's like you see one like completely game-changing player go to a, a school and then all the other players follow so I, that's what i think he's gonna probably do um they also have they i really love b john robinson did do you remember that one clip where like the one running back he literally got like snapped in half but he was perfectly fine yeah yeah that's literally that was literally b john robinson and i'm like dude if he did that he's literally he ran it up i thought uh i thought he should have been in good contention for the heisman last year because he was he was really good um other than that, I don't really know if they have that many like good, like key players from, like from Texas. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have to get they're gonna get more commits if Arch Manning stays committed. But like I said, like the thing with commits in high school or college is that you could still decommit until you sign. You could still decommit, and even at that point, you could transfer. So like, I wouldn't say I, since it's Arch Manning and he's like kind of been, you know, like in the like with the Mannings and everything that are like super smart and they've kind of, I'm pretty sure they've thought this out and they're hundred percent on Texas, but there's still that chance that he's going to decommit. So I'm not hundred percent certain, but what do you think? I think he's a little overrated. Honestly, I think that he's good, but I think the name adds a lot of hype that maybe shouldn't be there. Um, which I guess is perfect for Texas football for being honest, but, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a big name school with big facilities. I can't really blame him for going there, and it'll be interesting to see if it works out. It kind of feels like an overhyped player meeting an overhyped program, but we'll see. Well, they're talking about how um, there was what three completely highest rated, like perfect rated quarterbacks to ever like in college football or something, and they've all went to Texas. I think it was Vince Young. Uh, who's the other dude? He's like... I don't even know. Tate, was it Tate Martell? It was... I think it was... I think. I don't know if it's Tate Martell. I, it's the one dude that literally completely busted. Um, and then now Arch Manning. So they're talking about that, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Texas is just doomed to be... I, I saw this one thing, and their average like, like record of the last, like, I think five or ten years has been, like, six and six or something like that, where it's, like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. Uh, also, a ton of news for conference realignment. So, as you already know, Oklahoma and Texas are trying to move into the SEC by 2023. So, there's that. And then there's been kind of, you know, moves with everything else. And Big 12 has been moving teams into their conference as well there's also talks about boise state and stuff like that but we'll get into that a little bit later um, and now apparently usc and ucla are trying to move into the big 10 for 2024 so um yeah are there do you have any thoughts on the, the pac-12 or anything with this move so what i'm kind of afraid of is like the super conferences i guess forming like some of the power five guys combining, which would pretty much leave us out to dry and kind of kill our chances at getting into a power, a 
power conference. Um, but as of right now, I think that if they were to keep everything the way it is and just add a couple teams to the Pac-12, it seems kind of like a layup that it should be Boise and San Diego State. And so if they keep everything the same, I think we have a decent chance. And I, th- I think that that all really makes sense. Our facilities can keep up with the Pac-12 and the team. I, I guess it's it's tough to predict, but the team has been historically really good for decades now. And yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense for that to happen as long as these conferences don't start merging. Mm-hmm. I also would throw Fresno State in there. I've heard those quite a bit as well in the Pac-12. The biggest thing is if Oregon moves or if um, right. – isn't Stanford in big or Pac-12 too? Yeah, I, I Oregon right? and UW are the big ones, yeah. though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it, it would have to depend on if they stay because or if the Pac-12 can at least assure them and be like, yo, we're bringing in these teams – because it kind of lies into what the Pac-12 is doing. Because USC and UCLA, even though they haven't been that great in like the past couple of years, they have been. Well, USC is probably going to be good by next year with you know Lincoln Riley and all the recruits and everything. But it those are like big name, big uh, you know like uh, big markets. So that is kind of scary. Um, they also talked about how uh, if. They're also trying to wait for Notre Dame because they think that USC and UCLA being added to the uh, Big Ten leaves Notre Dame on the fence about actually entering like the conference. And then they said at that point, Stanford is most likely going to follow them, um, which would just make the, the Big Ten, I think that's like eight like 18 teams or something, which is ridiculous, which would probably lead... But there's like rumors that the Pac-12 and Big 12 might merge as well. So if that happened, I so if if this if Notre Dame does enter and Stanford leaves, I would assume that Pac-12 and Big 12 would probably merge to try to combat that. But then, like you said, that would completely kill the Mountain West. Like it would be so like worthless at that point. But I don't know. I think. For college football, it's so strange because it's like at first, like the conferences were intended to keep all like the the similar schools in the area together. Like, you know, the Mountain West was supposed to be all like the, you know, like Idaho, Utah, um, Colorado, like those schools right there. But then and even with the Pac-12, like the all the Pacific schools and everything. But now it's like you see what USC is now with the Midwest teams and like BYU is now with uh like in the Southern stuff like that. So it's like, I don't, it's, it's getting kind of ridiculous. I think they're going to have to like eventually do something with all these conferences. Cause it kind of just seems like it's all over the place and there's like chaos everywhere. I don't know how you feel about that, but. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then um, also, with Boise State, uh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about the Pac-12 because we already talked about this, how the Pac-12 would probably be the most, that would be like their dream option for Boise State would be Pac-12, which it seems more likely now, but I don't, it, personally, I don't think it's going to happen. I think if anything, because I I just don't know, because all these reports, I haven't really seen much about Boise State except for from like, people in Idaho like I've only seen like but I don't know why Boise is kind of being overshadowed because I feel like we have like relatively even though last year was kind of a weird year we were like a couple games from being what ranked like probably heavily like high ranked too so I'm not 100% certain um honestly I think for the meantime we're probably there there's the big 12 news which I told you about um which we talked about also I think we're probably going to move into the Big 12. That makes the most sense for me. I don't think that we're probably going to move into the Pac-12, even with this news. I think it's kind of just like a, oh no, but I'm not, I don't know what you think about that. I don't know. I, 
I'm not really sure. I feel like it has an equal shot of happening. And once again, if they combine, then it has about zero shot. So we just got to root for keeping the conferences separate right now. Yeah, I know. It's going to be rough. Um, also with Boise State football, we added, we made some schedule changes. Um, we added Memphis to our schedule for 2023 and 2026 because uh, we couldn't, we're, we're salty because of what happened in uh, March Madness, apparently. Uh, honestly, I feel like that's kind of a weird move that they're overhyping way too much. Like, I mean, Memphis ain't that great at football. And I mean, relatively, we should destroy them. But I don't know with how football's going in this, like, relatively for the last, like, past two years or so. I'm not really sure. Um, I feel, And then we also added uh, a ton of FCS schools into our schedule. So we added North Dakota State, UT Martin, which I think we're playing next year, Eastern Washington. Uh, we also canceled Michigan State, and we also added two games against Washington on the road. Um, people are kind of mad. I've heard because they're adding a ton of FCS schools. But the thing is, is that they're what I think Boise State's trying to say is that they're trying to add these FCS schools so they can add in these big, big market games. So they're trying to kind of balance it out more where it's like, instead of having like the same, like kind of middle ground games or trying to get, you know, FCS games, big market game, SCF. I don't know. Um, What do you think about that? I don't know. I think I'm not really sure why we canceled Michigan State, but there are some interesting games I'm in the next few years to look forward to. I mean, there's UW, there's Oregon State, and I think we have one against Oregon coming up in a couple of years here. So. I think so too. There's still some I think good it's 2025. games. 2025. Yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I just I, I think that these FCS opponents that doesn't really help us with anything. I, it doesn't help our chances at getting into a big conference. It doesn't. It just doesn't move the needle either way. All it does is set us up for a chance to get upset historically, which would not be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if we do it now, like because what? Re- okay, for Boise State, I feel like since we're in a lower market, we've kind of walked into what we've been doing. So historically, we had a build up, and it was like a huge, heavy build up where we we became like a heavy name school like a or a big name school out of nothing and then we've had two down years and everyone's forgot about us because it's in Idaho so i feel like we've kind of walked into that where it's like you have two down years as like a a mid name school or like a mid like random location school i feel like then you're kind of just walking into it but i'm not really sure i feel like I feel like everyone's forgetting about Boise State anyways, which, I mean, it's like for two down years, really? Like, literally, Texas has sucked for, what, for the better half of this decade, and literally everyone still talks about them, which is like, because it's from Texas, but what if, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of stupid. And if I'm going to be honest, from what I've heard from, like, inside and stuff, from athletics just at Boise State, I don't know what they're doing and I don't think anyone else does. And I feel like I'm kind of concerned. I don't like with all these moves, they still have Tim plow, which I think is the dumbest move in the universe. They should have fired him a long time ago. Um, and I don't know. They're getting these random donations too. Apparently Dickie has gotten, uh, their athletic director has gotten $12 million in donations since he's been here which is kind of ridiculous. Some of them are anonymous, which is just sketch, but like, I don't, it's, it's been kind of confusing. If I'm going to be honest, it's been weird covering Boise state. Cause it's just, they're hiding everything under the rug and they've been doing this for a while. So I don't know what they're doing and I don't think anyone does, but man. Um, do you have, do you have anything else there? No, I don't think so. Man, that dude, this delay is kind of killing. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I guess on to NFL now. Um, we don't have that much for NFL. I don't know if you have anything. I kind of like... I feel like since there's been so many news, but you kind of overlook it after you've heard it the first time, 
So it's kind a of a lot of like, it isn't real news mm-hmm. is the thing. A lot of it is just rumors. Yeah. Well, I heard some things about Dan Snyder, but I haven't really looked into it. Like they were yeah. kind of going more into like his case or whatever. Have you heard more about that? I've heard. I don't really I haven't looked into it, like you said. I I don't know. At this Me point it, it may sound bad. I'm kind of just beyond caring about Dan Snyder. Like, like he's yeah. probably just gonna get away I with feel like at this horrible point, he things just... he's done. Yeah, and that's so, so like that's literally the most ridiculous thing is that they've literally had all this stuff come out and they're still like he should have been kicked out a long time ago when those whole things came out with like, like the cheerleaders and everything. And now that's the financial things. Everyone's starting to care, but like he's most likely going to get out of it. And it's so ridiculous. Um, but anyways, on to other things, Deshaun Watson. Uh, so he ended up getting no cases. I think we talked about this or he got not charged criminally for any of the cases. So he had to do the civil cases. Um, and after he got that, uh, his lawyer opened his mouth and said, there's no, it's not illegal to have a happy ending in, in any, in any massage, which, oh my, why would you say anything? Like, I'm, that's just, that's the dumbest lawyer move ever. Like, if honestly, okay, if I was, if I was a lawyer and you've already won, just Shut up, just psh. because this makes it seem more guilty. Which Deshaun Watson, if I'm gonna be honest, I after he won, I was like, okay, then he's fine, he didn't do it. But then, literally, this comes out, and now I literally, he's he most likely is guilty if they said that because they're trying to justify what he did, which I feel like is so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, their original stance, and that also was doesn't that help his case for ever happened. And now they're kind of changing their stance to, well, if it did, then it's not that bad. It would be legal. Yeah, it wouldn't be legal, which is so ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly say. And it, it's backtracking. If they would have stayed with they didn't do it, I would have been more because that's what they've been doing the whole time. And then all of a sudden they say this, which makes it backtrack, which is so ridiculous. And I don't even know. Um, the NFL now intends to suspend them at least one year. So I don't know what the Browns are going to do because now they kind of screwed up their relationship with Baker. And while Baker's doing kid camps all over Cleveland, uh, Deshaun Watson is fighting these civil law or these cases. So honestly, this seems just like a Browns move. You know, everyone was surprised they ended up landing Deshaun. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, they Browns it up. Did the Browns do anything right? No clue. Um, do you have any thoughts on like the Browns or anything? I mean, they kind of screwed it up before being real here. I, I kind of, I was unsure about Deshaun, I guess. Like I, I totally understand the logic behind trading for him. I really do it. He's an amazing talent at a position that you really need an amazing talent. I don't at all understand giving him 230 million guaranteed. I don't. That makes no sense. You're giving one of the most unknown situations the most guaranteed money of all time, and that's stupid no matter how you look at it. So I don't get that. And now they've completely alienated Baker. So, I mean, this suspension's got to be at least a year. So you're having a year of Brissett, which is another year for guys like Chubb, Hunt, Cooper to age. And, you know, it just... I don't know, man. I, it doesn't feel like they're in a great spot. and It's it's interesting. If Who knows? The NFL's weird. Deshaun could get like eight games, and they could make a playoff push this year. But I think in all likelihood, he gets at least a year. Calvin Ridley got a year for betting on a game he wasn't in, so Deshaun should get at least two if we're being real here. Um, so I, I don't know. I think... I think that trading for him is justifiable. I think you can make the case that that was the right move to do at the time. I don't think anyone can really argue that it was smart to give him that much guaranteed money. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, now all the teams are hating on the Browns because like, now they have to pay all their players guaranteed money because it started that chain, which 
is going to make it worse for everyone else's team when they're trying to make players. We've already seen so many other uh, players ask for guaranteed money, which now it's going to be horrible for the new players who have to sign. Like, I think Kyler Murray hasn't signed yet. Uh, I know um, Lamar Jackson's probably the next one that is going to get signed. Uh, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert eventually, and I think a year or two. So that's gonna that's gonna screw up all those teams, um, man. Like like you said, I feel like the trade is definitely like that makes sense. I feel like every every single person wanted their team to trade for Deshaun, and then like all this happened, where I don't know. And I feel like that's the same thing with kind of like with Michael Vick, where it was like, uh, you know, he was like going crazy, going absolutely ridiculous. Uh, on the Falcons, and all of a sudden he did this, and it's kind of like, what do you do? Because he's still talented, but like, he still like kind of like not the best person. So it's like, hmm. uh, also with OBJ, another player who he hasn't signed with the team. I don't know. Do you think it's like his own doing, or do you think like teams just don't want to sign him? I'm not really sure, honestly. I mean, obviously he's coming off a major injury, but it's it's nothing crazy. And we've seen how fast and how successfully people are coming back from major injuries now. I, I, I'm guessing he just hasn't got an offer he particularly loves, and he knows that there's still time. And maybe from the team side, they just want to see how his rehab goes over the summer. But I would be shocked if he's not on a roster by week one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't it's, – it's a little strange because I don't really know. Um, I feel like it's just weird that he hasn't been offered yet. Or it just seems strange if he wasn't, like, ever um, offered a contract yet because I feel like even if anything, there has to be teams that at least offered something, and it was probably just not good because they're trying to just lowball him. Because who won want OBJ on their team, especially seeing what he did with the, uh, with like you know, kind of rejuvenating the Rams all last year, and even playing great up to the Super Bowl and even in the Super Bowl. So I, it would be so shocking to me to see like if teams never like haven't offered him. You'd have to bet that at least the Packers and the Rams, and I don't even know the Ravens maybe, made an offer for him, like. Maybe the Titans too, but like I don't, I, you, I don't. It just doesn't make any sense for me. I would have definitely at least signed him at this point. Like he literally came back from his previous one, so it makes it kind of seem like it might come back now. But he is kind of older. He is like, you know. But we've we've seen players come back from their like kind of like from the dead especially with OBJ having to do it twice already. So I I have no clue. He also mentioned how he played through an ACL, like his ACL was hurting the whole year, and yet he still was kind of like playing through it. So that kind of is justifying everything, but I, I'm i not sure. Yeah. I don't know. He'll probably be a Ram if we're being real. Yeah, he's, prob- he's probably going to come back. I mean, with like all the opportunities and everything, I think, and especially since he retained Aaron Donald and brought, uh, didn't they, didn't they add a receiver, or something? I forgot who. Who the Rams? Um, yeah, Allen Robinson. Or was oh, it, yeah, Allen Robinson. Where it's like, that is gonna be a good. Which I don't know if he he would actually show show up after that because like or come back from that because I don't. Well, because are they would. really gonna need him? They they moved on from Robert Woods, so. That would be their top three is Odell, Robinson, and Cup. Yeah, but they also have Van Jefferson too. So like, yeah, but I, I don't, mean, I don't know. Van's good, but he's not on their level. Van Jefferson isn't that great though, if we're gonna be honest. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting. He might be one of those mid sign things, but I'm kind of afraid because like, uh, I feel like teams are relatively smart with these signings like even julio jones hasn't been signed yet and i don't think he probably 
he might be a mid because I think they're they think he has nothing really left in the tank at this point because he was more injured than not on the the Titans. They probably just don't want to sign him, and they're probably that probably maybe is affecting OBJ is because they see an older player that's been injured, and they're like, should we really risk it? We don't want to give that much money for a player who isn't going to you know be there on the field majority of the time. But I don't know. It's a little strange, especially for football since it's like it's so much more injury prone, or like basketball and baseball. It's kind of just like. You, it's not like as physical contact all the time, so yeah. I don't know. Um, do you have anything else for NFL? Was there any like other news that you wanted to talk about or anything like that? Not really. I mean, I guess Gronk retired, but we'll see how long that lasts. Um, yeah, but yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not super eventful lately. I guess McLaurin got extended, but. Like you said, not a lot of movement, and yeah. a lot of it's just rumors. So we'll see. Well, he sent that full on like paragraph after he got re-signed. And everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm not reading that. Yeah. I don't care." Yada yada yada. He got re-signed. And then with the Gronk thing, didn't he say that he's like, "I just need a text from Tom Brady and I'll come back." And then, and I'm like, "What?" He, I I think he's done done for good now, though. I feel like. I don't see him coming back. I feel like he's kind of done at this point. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, though. He just wanted to follow in Tom Brady's footsteps and just retire and unretire. Yeah. You know, he wanted to – he's like, Tom did it. I'll do it, too. But, uh, yeah. With that, I guess that's all the time we have for today's episode. On behalf of Carter and I, I'd like to say thank you for listening to Sports & Stuff Show. Make sure to follow us everywhere on Sports & Stuff Show or – on Instagram at Sports and Stuff Show, on Twitter at SNS underscore show, and on TikTok at Sports and Stuff Show. Um, also, make sure to listen to every episode as they go live. We don't know when yet. That's why you need to follow us so we can post when we're posting. And also, um, this episode will be on YouTube sometime eventually. Hopefully, there's no issues with this recording or anything like that. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, and yeah. Thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.